What's going on, party people? Welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Smoke Podcast. After a long hiatus, your boys are back. It's your boy Taylor Made, along with my guy. Random guy Kev was good, people. It's Shaq's fault. Let's blame him for everything. When in doubt. Everything. When in doubt, please do blame me. Um, I take full responsibility for this hiatus. Um, life has been lifing for us both, might I add. Um, there's yes. been many of changes since the last podcast episode we recorded, which was what, maybe a year ago? May uh, 2020. <laughs> Uh, when COVID, we were sitting in the middle of COVID. Um, and we could have capitalized. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess this episode is just gonna be a recap of just everything that's been going on since uh, you know 2020. You know, we got a new president and everything. Uh, COVID's still here. Um, yeah, unfortunately. We're we're here, adulting, man. Like it's not it's not much we could do here besides that. I mean, adults into the tenth power. I can say the one of the best things that came out of the pandemic, I think, would be working from home full time. I thoroughly enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that in the beginning it was kind of like, oh, everybody's getting cabin fever, nobody wanted to be inside. But I'm kind of a homebody since moving to LA, so I didn't mind it at all. I actually thoroughly enjoy being home, not having to leave, not having to go out. I thoroughly enjoy the way traffic decreased significantly when the pandemic first popped off. But now everything's kind of back to normal. People are outside. Everybody's in the way. It takes an hour to go. 10 miles again, you know, things are, you know, normal order is restoring, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy, I mean, I always enjoy being home. Um, I mean, it does get boring after a while. I mean, you have, you you know, you have Annie and whatnot, and, you know, I'm I'm here. I'm just here, just working. Mm. My mom's my mom's a nurse and whatnot. Um, but, you know, life happens. Life comes at you fast, and you just, you just go with it. I mean, I'm happy that my job was like, you know, not like other jobs trying to rush people back to work and then all of a sudden yeah. people get COVID and then it's just like, oh, everybody work from home again. It's like, no, bitch. Mm-mm, none of that. I'm working from home. And my job has seen so much productivity, so much more money. I think a lot of companies have seen that where it's like, oh, all my employees are making more. Uh, you know, we're making more money from th- these guys being home. Fuck it. Let's just sell these buildings off and let, allow people to work from home permanently. Um, I think I, I thoroughly, um, you know, agree with that. And I think it was like a really uh, turning point for at least millennials and our place in the in our, I guess, place in the workforce, mm-hmm. um, so to speak. Like, I think a lot of us are a lot more productive being from home. I don't like the idea of having to be mandated to be a place to accomplish, you know, your job or your duties. Like, personally, I'm a consultant. So... With my role, I had office space at all of the clients. And before it was like, oh, they wanted us there. It was like, oh, we want to see your face. They've converted my office into some other space, like a co-op space, expanded it, cut holes in the walls. And then they're expanding their own staff to go in that space. They put my computer in a closet. So they were kind of like, you know, you work from home. You use the software to, you know, access your machine. But we, you know, terminate. You don't have office space here anymore. So there's no need for you to come back. Again, I think that's a great thing. Um, Personally, Uh I just feel like you don't, for work, you don't need to be in the office I, I i enjoy the degrees of separation that comes with it you know the oh i go go here for work i go to the gym here i go home and i just relax but i have an office space now so i don't give a shit about working from home i actually thoroughly enjoy it i'm in the comfort of my own home and i also people have to kind of make time to meet with me before yeah, I, being in the office people could just walk and bother you I fucking oh yeah no. that. yeah my thing is um literally when covid happened 
Uh, I feel like we talked about this before. It's just like my job was like take everything you need with you. Work from home. Literally take screens, monitors. If you need us to ship you stuff, we can ship it to you. We'll pay for it. And and that that was that. And like right. I mean now now you know it's 2021, about to be 2022. I mean, I don't really go into the office. The only time I go into the office is just to use the gym because I don't like how Planet Fitness is so damn packed. Right, um, right. And Planet Fitness isn't 24-7. They haven't gone back to doing 24-7. So they close at 10 and they open at like 5. I'm like, bitch, no. I want to be in that bitch at like 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. with nobody in there. Jesus Christ, that early? Yeah. What, I are like... you a serial killer? That's mad fucking early. Now, I used to go to the gym like 5, 6 o'clock, but like, I was going hiking 5, 6 o'clock. But I don't want to be in a fucking gym yeah. at 3 or 4. I, I, I don't mind it. What? I wake up I wake up early, so like my body just I just want to be in a gym, just you know, get my get my workout on, have all the available machines I need and get in, get out. I don't got time for all this extra nonsense. But that's fair. I mean, during this whole time, you know, a lot of companies have looked at D uh D E and I diversity, equity and inclusion. They've mm-hmm. been trying to expand their workforce with, you know, you know, giving everybody a chance. And I like, I've been given the opportunity to, to be in a part of a lot of different trainings so i'm mm-hmm. happy about that uh, my company pays for all the trainings that i've been taking for the past year so i'm like oh fuck it free training she i take it but i love my job my job's cool and like right now like i even though i've been going to the office like i'll go into the office early in the morning and then i'll stay maybe until like 10 o'clock 11 go back home and work the rest of the day and that's only like maybe three days out the week maybe two if that sometimes i'll just go use a gym and just come back home um but you know they're providing we have a cafeteria and starbucks and they're just like hey free food and for the rest of the year if you come into the office so they're trying to get people to they're come back in the office y'all. but yeah. they're not forcing you no nah, no nah, they're not forcing i think no. i think with that option i think you it kind of uh, drives people to be, uh, I think, a little more open to coming back when you're given the option versus, oh, you need to be here. I don't think nobody likes mandates. Yeah, I think mandates yeah. drive opposition. Because <laughs> I know if a job is telling me, oh, I have to be back there, guess what? I'm going to have a new job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. And I, I feel like if your employees are productive, let them be productive from home where right. where they have the comforts. Don't fix what's not broken. Word. At least that's, that's that's my word. takeaway. Don't fix what's not broken. Um, I guess. Do you want to recap what the past years been like? I mean, past beyond the pandemic. I guess what's been going on with you and your life, not just worldly, but like what's been going on in um, Kevin's world. Kevin's world. I mean, I won't say too much because I like I like to like just pop up on people with things. I mean, I popped okay. up on a I popped up with a house. Know what I mean, clothes on a hey, house. Know what I mean? Hey, hey, you, know, you got you got adult sometimes. Hey, um, I mean, I congratulations. Thank you. I was looking for a house for a minute, but um, uh, something finally hit. I mean, and every time I talk with people, they're just like, oh, you know, you got to ask, uh, you know, 100K over asking. No, bitch, I ain't doing none of that shit. Whatever's for me will be for me. God, Absolutely. Put, it, God put it in place for me. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen today. It's going to happen tomorrow. It's going to happen next year. I don't care. And I mean, I've been I've been house searching for a minute and right and chilling. So it's like. It happened when it happened, so I appreciate it <laughs> when it when it happened. I was like, oh, okay, well, now I'm extra broke. I love it. <laughs> I, I think it's one of those things about house hunting. I think it, it, I don't want to say it comes when you least expect it, but it's one of those things where I feel like 
you go in with such high expectation in the beginning it's kind of like oh I want this one I want like, you want so many and then yeah. after a while mm-hmm. like it's like so many news so many things don't work out but Word. I think in, in the long term and in the grand scheme it all worked out for, works out for the greater good each every, every time um, you know for context I also became a homeowner in this past year um, my yeah, wife and I lit, lit. <laughs> bought a not just a, not, not just not just a home <laughs> Not just one home. <laughs> we bought a little apartment building in L.A. Um, we have a four-unit building. Um, in L.A. In Los Angeles, yes. In L.A. Um, where, where in L.A.? Like, by the airport? Uh, yeah, we're about 15 minutes from the airport. I don't Look know at where that. the fuck I live. I talk too much shit. You got to have money. We're about 15 have minutes money. from the airport. Um, I, I love it. Got a promoted um, Don't know how to act. I, I did. Just spending I got money. at work. I'm a director now. Um, it's, it's been a lot of great changes. Um, Baller status. This past year has been... Um, it's been very amazing, uh, life-changing. Hence why we haven't been doing the podcast. Just life has been lifing. Um, not in a bad way, but it's just been a lot of changes. We did a full Reno on you know our portion of the house. We have like a townhome in the front, and then we have the units in the back. So we did a full Red. Reno on our house. Um, I did some remodeling outside. I've been getting pretty handy myself. I'm working on my garage, turning into my home gym and hosting oh, space. So it's just, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm doing a lot of different things. It's just been a lot going on. Um, but overall, I'm blessed. I'm grateful. Um, life is good. You know what I mean? I feel like uh, my motto has been, life is too good for the silly shit. You know what Word. I mean? And I'm, I'm literally revisiting that a lot of the times. I feel like I, I give a lot of people and a lot of things energy sometimes that don't honestly deserve it. You know what I mean? I let things mm-hmm. trigger me. Mm-hmm. I let people trigger me. And sometimes, you know, shit, people pull me out of my bag. And I allow them to do that and to take me places where it's kind of like, yo, again, grand scheme of shit. Hoes. Period. Grand scheme of shit. Fuck these hoes. Incidents be literally minuscule in the grand scheme. You know what I mean? I think that's just my my, my mantra has been life is too good for the solution. Whenever I'm about to react to some bullshit, I just sit and think, is it worth it? Am I about to give Word. this that? I'm not about to give this that. Word. You know what I mean? Whoever mm-hmm. whoever won it, you got it. Like, you know what I mean? It's yours. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not going to engage in that shit. It's just, it ain't worth it. My life is too good for the silly shit. Like, period. I, Point blank. I, that's I, it. <laughs> I agree. I agree 100% with that. It's like, <clears throat> I am too happy and too blessed to be worried about your bullshit. Point honestly, theory. honestly, I think that a lot of times we get caught up in the, I guess the way things make us feel and that mm-hmm. we react because that's what we feel the warranted response is to action. But mm-hmm. I just, I've, I've come to such a good space in my life where it's kind of like, yo, like shit before that would trigger me. Now I just be like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's crazy. Oh, that's crazy. And I move <laughs> around from it. Like that's literally it. Like I, I found myself in a situation where, you know how you like, you don't know what it's like when you'll cross paths with a person again because the last, the last incident just wasn't something that was desirable. And you mm-hmm. kind of like the last time that you you, you might have been in a space with the person, you felt the way where now it's like, you said, you know, it's like it ain't nothing. Like Word. it's all love from this side. You know what I mean? Like it, it's nothing less than that. You know what I mean? Word. So I just, like I said, I just found myself in a great space. I'm, I'm grateful. Um, like I said, things have just been pretty, you know, like, like I said, eventful overall. There's been a lot of good. There's been a little bit of, I don't want to say bad, but a little bit of, you know, um, uh, a little bit of a, I don't even know how to, how to call it, like how to call it, what to name it, but, um, there's been good and bad, you know, in this past year, but I think I take it all, you know, with a grain of salt and I smile and move and we move it, you know, in spite of. Word. I mean, know? that's all you can, that, honestly, that's all you can do. Just take it and move forward, learn from it, delete it, remove it, do what you need to do, but you always have to move forward from here. And that's all you oh. can do. Absolutely. I think I've been focusing more so, at least as of late, I've been trying to find things that bring me fulfillment and joy and kind of bring not substance, but substance to who I am as a person outside of uh, work. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, also, I'm a dog dad now. I don't know if you guys heard my son just now barking. Um, he's yeah, being a brat. 
Yeah, I have two of them. I have two a boy, English bull, Bulldog, and a female, uh, a girl, English Bulldog, Parker and Sir. Um, my son is being a brat right now. Um, I don't know what his deal is. I think he's upset because I have them in a cage, but... He's yeah. chaotic. He's very chaotic, as you can tell. Um, but I, where I was going, yeah, so I'm trying to determine, you know... Um, New hobbies and things they engage in outside of work. I think my identity when people ask me, you know, who I am or like, hey, like, you know, tell me about yourself. The first thing I go to is work. And mm-hmm. I, it's kind of coming to a point, at least for me, where it bothers me a little bit that work weighs that heavily in my life. I guess we spend a lot of time doing it. Yes, it's how I pay my bills. Yes, I'm great at my job. But like, who am I outside of that? You know, yeah. and that's what I've been finding myself, um, you know, kind of debating with and in, in, uh, in trying to differentiate my identity from because it's like it's more to me than that you know what i mean it's it's a lot more to me than than that so that's kind of been my my most recent struggle i mean how do you you know how do you i guess find your hobbies or or find things that you enjoy and you know actually pursue them outside of work i think again like i said work is a, a is a driving force of a lot of our time you know yeah i mean my thing is i always talk about this you hear you hear me talk about finding your escape my escape is always like the gun range airsoft reading comics watching movies and i will disconnect from people and like i'll see the phone call but i'll look at it and be like mm, not today i'm gonna I'm keep doing what i'm doing i mean sometimes you have to do that yeah and just disconnect yeah, I mean, I from people like like work i i now i set a time limit on work stuff because when the pandemic first started I was always, you know, I have my laptop right here. Roll over. Let me turn this bitch on. I oh, I hear a ping. Let me check what's going on. And this would be at all hours of the day. So it's like Ooh. I was never off. And like Guilty, right, right now, even now, like um, literally I have three weeks worth of vacation. And it's like, bro, like it's we in November. How you got three weeks worth of vacation? It's because, you know, I'm working from home and I can kind of work from anywhere. So I've taken trips and I've worked right uh, a couple hours on those trips so i didn't have to, so i mean i my manager didn't care he was like yeah just go ahead take your laptop if we need you for something we'll ping you but you know just log in check here and there and it's like whatever my manager's cool he had right that that man has four weeks of vacation i have three weeks he has four weeks so it's like now we're trying to scramble to figure out like all right now i gotta use these days Right, I gotta figure out how to use these days now because i was only, there I only, last year yeah <laughs> i only get, was like you gotta use them or you're gonna lose them yeah, so I mean that's how I was I'm, that's how I am everywhere. But like most times, I like to travel during the summer, springtime. Anything after that is like mm, I don't really want to. But like right. five days, I get to roll over, and the other days I'm gonna use, of course. But it's like I right, I'm gonna use to do what now? Now I gotta right. figure out like I right, am I gonna go go to the gun range? Am I gonna go airsoft? Am I gonna you know? Uh, I mean, I still have to work on my book. Um, it's just like you know, I'm I'm out here adulting, just trying to fix my house. Right. I'm 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 only Oof. I'm I'm mainly focused on my house right now because like I gotta I gotta get that fixed up some more. You know, we right. finished the upstairs, we're working on it downstairs, but it's like I want to make sure it's you know the way I want it to be. Right. Right. So it's like I can be like, all right, cool, I'm gonna move in, but also I want to have guests over. I want to host stuff. I like right, I like right. having people over that I like. Right. If I like you. You're not coming <laughs> the over. The two people, right? The two people. Yeah. <laughs> the two people I like. Yeah. Right. Everybody, all the all the people that most of the people I like don't live in this state, so it's cool. It's like, all right. <laughs> right. I guess, I guess I guess it's fine. <laughs> so I'll make it work. No, I feel that. I think that um, 
Yeah, like I said, I think a lot of my time I spend, like I said, is, is work, predominantly that. And like I said, I'm trying to separate that. I didn't want to start going to the gun range. I've done mm. that several times. I haven't done it at all since I've been to LA. No, I'm lying. I did it once or twice since I've been to LA, but I haven't like actively pursued it or made it like a, make it made it like something that I need to, you know, implement into my schedule to disconnect. Mm. You know what I, I mean? I think it. hiking, hiking, oh, I too. I too. Yeah. Hiking, I think, is literally one of my favorite things to do. I haven't done it in a while since we moved because before I was closer to the trail that I thoroughly enjoy. Um, Kenneth mm. Park, loved it. I lived about 10 minutes from there before, so I don't live so close anymore. It's a good 30 minutes from me now. So oh, okay. I don't go as much, but I used to go at sunrise every day. I'd be there every morning. I would get there close to six, and I would hike. I would hike like three to five miles a day, and I I didn't feel it. It didn't feel like I was doing that because it was so refreshing for me to start yeah. my day like that. You know what I mean? It literally it, it set my mood a lot different too. Like my temperament was different. Work wouldn't you, set me off or trigger me as much. Do you feel like you can you can do that around your neighborhood? Like go for a walk around. Everybody your says like, that. I'm just. A, I think I'm a. I'm a person of routine, and I think that mm. I would have to get used. I like. I have to get used used to this area, and I have to mm. actually realize that this is home. At least for me, for right now, the next three to five years, we'll be here. But we'll probably move into our forever home after that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just in a space right now. It's like I have to. I have to get acclimated here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like start. Mm-hmm. It's like when I first moved to LA all over again, almost. You know mm. what I mean? I'm in, I'm home. I have a home here. Now, this is actually my neighborhood. Mm. I know, you know, the certain food spots I like to go eat. I know the grocery stores that I like to go to that are that are here. Because at first, I was still driving all the way to Inglewood to, because mm. that's how I, that's how comfortable well, I got with where to, I, yeah. right, where I went shopping. But they have I'm those so same bored. stores you here. Never want, you never want to try something new. I it do want to try new things. It, yeah, it I do want to try new things, but I have to, it has to be in my own time. You know what I mean? And that could be a blessing and a curse, but I think everything happens in this time the way it's supposed to. You know, I'm a person of routine. I enjoy Mm. doing things a certain way, and I know, okay, this is what my day is going to look like, thus, 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 and so. There's a time Mm. for this, a time for that, a time for that. You know, and like I said, with this new neighborhood, I have to get into it. There's actually a very nice golf course not too far from here that I see people, like, running the perimeter of all the time. Mm. And I'm like, maybe Mm. I need to go out one morning and just go over there and do it, but it's just a thing of the, it's new. I'm not familiar with it. Where I know I when I went hiking every day, I knew the trails like the back of my hand. I can go and go any trail any way I wanted, and I knew how long it would take, how far it was. You know what I mean? I knew what I was doing. Whereas going mm, on this gotcha. new adventure, I don't know. I don't know how how big the park is. I don't know how long it would take to get there from home. If I walked on foot, you know, if I drive, I don't know what parking's like. I don't know anything, and I just don't yeah. like the idea of having to get reacclimated. That bothers me. I think everything in life getting reacclimated bothers me. I just like being in the know, and I like things being okay. I know what to expect, so I guess I'm a a, a beast of routine. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, I mean I get it. I understand. Sometimes you got to come outside your comfort zone. That's how you grow and become better. Honestly, and like I feel yeah. like you know the the whole thing with the work situation, and then finding your escape and just kind of separating yourself is you have to force yourself to take a risk. Yeah. And try something yeah. new. If you're not yeah. willing to take a risk, then you're going to be stuck in whatever you're doing. So I feel like, go ahead, take that risk. Look up stuff, look up random stuff that you could possibly want to do and try it. You never know. You may fall into that hobby. I, I like, I know so many people that like found hobbies, painting, quilting, um, you know, uh, you know, doing like DIY type stuff. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. dope because they saw a YouTube video and they were just like, nah, I couldn't see myself doing it. And then they went and started doing it. They were just like, you know what? Let me just do it. Let me see what this is about. Maybe I and sometimes you YouTube, yeah. look up hobbies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, but the craziest thing, there's a, a, a crazy amount of hobbies, things that people do and they share it with the world on YouTube. Right. It's like the most simplest things. 
Like I started diving deeper into comic books, like, mm-hmm. and I think that's cool. Uh, um, I haven't been to the gun range as much, but I want to go more since uh, the whole moving thing. Right. Um, but it's just, I mean, the gun range is very therapeutic. Right. Oh, it's I one agree. Of those, yeah, it's one I of those agree. things like you just sitting there shooting targets. Like, wow, this this feels good. And when you can this bring other people with you, that's good. Yeah, I think I want to look into. There's a black owned gun range. I took the court the course on because I want to actually get my uh my license to carry now because being that I'm a homeowner now, I have my wife, I have my dogs. I'm sure we're going to expand in our family soon. You know, not that I'm in a bad neighborhood or anything like that. I just want to be able to protect myself, my mm-hmm. family, and my house. And I'm too old to be out here fighting. I'm gonna keep it straight straight up with you. I'm gonna keep Where? it. I'm gonna keep it, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it straight up with you. I'm not fighting with nobody. You come around here with some bullshit. I'm gonna shoot your ass. So, <laughs> more long. Let's make a long story short. Leave me Yo. alone. The fuck alone. For real, I <laughs> let's feel make like a long story short because I'm not going any, back and forth with none of yo, you motherfuckers. Any, okay? Anytime someone's like, "Yo, are you go, you you know, you you finna fight somebody," I will grab whatever the fucks around me and toss that shit at you. Or right, a night I need Bruh. a weapon of some sort. I like, I am. Listen. I don't give a fuck about fighting. Like, listen, you and this Smith and Wesson, y'all gonna figure this shit out. Cause it got nothing to do with me. I'm just a middleman, okay? Cause I'm getting ready to talk. I'm about to wrap this shit completely up, and I'm gonna wrap it up what? fast. Leave Word. me in mind the fuck alone, okay? Leave uh, us I'm just, alone. I'm just so mad. There's not no concealed carry in New Jersey, really. And so you know, the here, gu- the, the gun laws out, are like, strict between New Jersey and California. Here. It's mm-hmm. very strict. It's so very that, strict this, gun laws here. Yes, here when I took the class, like the intro course to you know. Uh, gun ownership here mm. it's actually very very strict like having a gun is more of a liability than it is an asset um yes. in this yes. in this state like it's more so they're like if you fire a gun just be prepared to get arrested 10 out of 10 you're going to get arrested before anything that you're going to jail in california if you fire a gun yeah they're going to sort it all out but you're probably going to sit in jail while they figure that shit out this is not the type of state where you know like texas you're going to shoot somebody you're going to sit downtown for a couple minutes and they're going to let you go uh, you need to be prepared to sit for a minute because they're going to be trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Never mind, you fired a gun, you're dead ass wrong. California does not play that shit. So that's another thing I, think I mean, also Jersey's the same exact familiar with. Jersey's the same way. Like the way you have to transport your gun, you have to transport your gun away with from no your bullets ammo. in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everything. Mm-hmm. It's like transported in separate uh, compartments. Like, bitch, yeah. I'm putting both of these bitches in my trunk. I'm not going to have it loaded, but. Right. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it back there. Like, right. what, what you want me to do? Like, <laughs> right, right. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to my. I'm gonna stop my car, go all the way in the back, load my shit, and then come out and attack. Man, my this thing is, is not and that. yeah, and it's like there was another thing that somebody I was talking to a lawyer about. He's like, um, you know, you're only able to defend yourself after somebody shoots you, shoots at you three times. What? Well, what the fuck? By three times, I could be good yeah, as God. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm chopped liver at that point. What the I'm fuck? dead what? dead. I'm dead right. dead at this what? point. So oh, it's like, nah. I mean, again, the gun laws, even the cops, the cops don't even know the gun laws here. The cops I don't mean, know any of the laws. There's so the many cops laws. Cops aren't that wise, to be honest. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, you don't even I, need a degree to become one. And not to say I mean, you need a degree to be smart, but a lot of them motherfuckers literally are like the kids that were bullied. They get a gun and a badge, and they want to. Yep. They they're going to pay it forward. <laughs> Let's be mm-hmm. honest. Like a lot of cops do not know the fucking law. To to be an attorney, you have to go to school for what? Uh, what six eight years? years six, at, six to eight at, years. Yeah, six, six to eight, eight years, years yep. to become an attorney to learn the law. These motherfuckers go to a six month course and can go out here with a gun and shoot at yep. people. What the fuck? That makes no sense. That's ass backwards. Yeah. That is ass backwards. If anything, uh, police officers sh- should be subjected to the same type of program and curriculum that attorneys are. 
You know what right. I mean? I mean, again, they may not weed out all of the um the bad seeds, but it's at least a fucking start. Yeah, it'll definitely stop a it'll lot deter, of them. It'll deter some of them because people, yep. you motherfuckers ain't going to school for that. You know yep. what I mean? We we need more plumbers. We need more electricians. We need more of a lot of other shit. But we don't need any more cops. <laughs> yeah. Especially dumbass you know? ones. Right. For real. I mean, respect disrespectfully. We don't need any more dumbass fucking cops. There's enough of them out there. You know? Uh, I mean, I know I know a couple good cops that, you know, they're educated. They they have morals and common sense. It's like, bro, like, but the other ones that just, you know, have filled some sense of power. They yeah, want to have power a, over you. That's how right. it always is. Right. I have power over you so I can do whatever the fuck I want. That's my role. It's like, no, you, you're here to protect and serve. We pay your bills. Right, right. We, we, we keep the lights we, on. Yeah, like, stop it. Stop acting like you're above us. You're not. Right. I think, like I said, I think it's, it's a power trip thing. And it's unfortunate yeah. a lot of people, you know, go into that field with that type of mentality. Initially, again, that was the initial career path I thought I wanted to go on. But after working in that field, um, you know, I worked at various levels. I worked at federal for a little while. I worked at state and I worked at county. I just felt like all of it was one and the same. It had the same issues and it just wasn't a place. I didn't feel like it was a place for me as a black person. To work mm. in those spaces. You know what I mean? Like, I will work. And it's kind of like, I'm coming to work every day with a certain mentality. You know, understanding for the community, the people that I'm working with, with a, you know, a certain goal in mind. Where people yeah. that are coming out here, you know, these people don't have the same common goal as I do. Yeah. yeah no, these people are coming to work. Some people are coming to, coming to work to bust fucking heads open. Like, they come to work on an adrenaline rush. That's yeah. not what this is about. You know what I mean? That's not what this is. You know, so here I am in finance, but <laughs> I gave it a try. It just, right, it just wasn't a space for me. And not even that, just the microaggressions within the, it just, it just wasn't it. It yeah. wasn't it. Zero out of ten. We need more black people in that space, but we need we don't need black people to be subjected to what what they'll experience in that space. If that makes Word. sense, you know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's a it's a two edged sword. You know, you you damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know. I mean, it's the system. System wasn't meant for us anyway. Let's just put it that way. System wasn't meant for us. Yeah, system wasn't meant for us. And it's like people could talk about it. And I mean, I've talked. I talked to some you know some white people about it about like you know specific things happening and it's like wow that really happens yes bitch it happens the fuck it happens no it was I like see. um i was talking to a friend of mine the other day they were saying colin kaepernick has some kind of documentary out i think on netflix or something like that yeah that's Did you coming hear about out. that yeah, they're coming, coming out, out i haven't mm -hmm. i didn't watch it or whatever but they were basically talking to me about a scene about like how you know he was raised by white parents yeah. And he was like the only black kid, I think, in this town or one of, you know, a very limited amount. He would like, you know, get stopped by the police and different things in the town. His parents would be like, you know, well, what do you think you could have done differently to avoid being stopped? You know, maybe, you know, you shouldn't have had an attitude. Maybe you should have cut your hair or cut that mustache off your face. Like, this is shit like this. My yeah, these yeah, are people yeah. adopted him. Can you fucking imagine? Yeah. But again, I mean, we can go on a whole other tangent about this. This could take us a whole other way. But <laughs> I mean, this is the type of shit. This is the type of shit that we're dealing with, you know? Word. On a regular on Not a regular, just one on a, day, on a regular. On a day-to-day. -day. This is this is, this is a, a, a regular cost of doing business. Where? You know? uh, I mean... Uh, it's unfortunate. And, yeah. Like, the life and of a nigga. <laughs> yeah, for real. And my thing is, when it comes to, you know, the whole politics... You know, I mean, yeah, Trump's out of office. We got Biden. But at the same time, we still have issues. We're always right. going to have issues. Right. I hate... Me, personally, I hate the two-party system. Two-party system is done because... It's it's favoritism. Like, who's our favorite person? Who do we right. want out of here? Um, and it's like, can we can we work with somebody that that has some type of common sense? Right. Like that has the interest of the people, or not just themselves. Because at the end of the day, that's kind of what the two party system is. It's like it's outdated. 
electoral college doesn't make sense anymore. Right. A lot of a lot of stuff that we do politically doesn't make sense anymore. And it's like, uh, yeah, we care more about other countries than we care about ourselves. No, America is just fucking nosy. Yeah, that too. <laughs> America yeah. is nosy as hell. The thing is, it's, yeah. it's one thing you take and you try to force your own values or beliefs on other people, but it's kind of like, again, at the same time, you got your hand behind your back doing the same shit. You trying to go somewhere word. else and police somebody else for it. Word, word. That's the fucking get you, got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah, again, mm-hmm. I about to say again, it could get deep. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the politics of the U.S. are questionable at all they're times. For, they're due for an update. They're due for yeah, an update to revisit um, a do better. It's not the 1700s anymore. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's not the 1700s uh, anymore. Absolutely not. I mean, it isn't, but a lot of the, the thinking, a lot of the, the law, make, a lot of that shit is still based in some of those beliefs from back then. It's yeah. just been modified to fit the times. Yeah. And like some of those same every, systems are still in place and you know utilized the same way, especially just, in the South. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially in the South. That's why it's like questionable. Like, I get it. Like people, they people want to keep their Confederate flags and all their monuments and shit. But it's like y'all lost the they, fucking war. Yeah, they <laughs> y'all lost they the war, tra- bro. Give that shit they, up, friend. <laughs> they were traitors. Let's be honest. They were traitors. They lost the war that they started. Because they wanted to keep slaves. And it's like, and they'll be the first ones to tell like a Native American, go back to your country. And it's like, bitch, this is their country. Or what are you talking about? <laughs> the gag like, is they're there, they're in their country. Word. It's like yeah, what happens if uh, someone tells you the same? <laughs> word. Where, 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 where do you go? Back to fucking Europe. Right. But hey. They they don't they don't dig that deep. They don't find out. A, a lot of people do not educate themselves on anything. Especially when oh, no. it comes to this country. Ignorance is fucking bliss. Yeah. Ignorance is and, bliss has been bliss. And you know, they keep talking about critical race theory. And I'm like, bruh, honestly, y'all the, just the gave... Yeah, they just gave critical race theory... They just... Like, to me personally... They gave it a new meaning. It's, it's history. It it's, my thing is, critical race theory is, to me personally, it's just telling the truth about American history. Right. Like, that's right. it. Just telling the truth. That's all it is. Tell the truth. It's an analysis of race theory in this country. Yeah. Like, essentially. Like, not not whitewashing, like, oh, Columbus was a great man. He discovered America. and he, That man did not dis- discover shit. He took over the country, killed some people, raped some women. He did a lot of shit and then said this was, he discovered it. Get the fuck out of here. You're problematic fave. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, but some some people are mad that Columbus Day was switched to Ind- Indigenous People Day, and it's like, I, but what are you mad for? Y'all don't know that fucking man. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you know, he's he, you know, he was he was an Italian, and it did it it did it's from Spain. I'm like, bro, like, you know, this man came here, raped, raped and killed a bunch of people, but you still want us to recognize him? That's right. dumb. That sounds dumb. Mm-hmm. It's mean, just again. like it's the same thing with the Confederates. They got all these Confederate statues. Like, all right, so you got statues of losers and traitors up in your country, in your area, and you're okay with that? Oh, okay, right, I guess. Love that for Y'all you. Know, you know, people, people on people. You gonna let them? Oh. Let them do always, do, do, do always and forever, always yeah. and forever. <laughs> <laughs> for real. 
But you got you got, you got anything else? Any other recap type of thing? I don't think so. Can... Not at the moment. Not that I can think of at this very moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talked we talked about it. I feel like we we touched up and we caught everybody up on life and situations and what we think about this country and the joys of living as an adult. The joys, I wouldn't say joys so much, but I guess what it's like to be grown. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Got all these bills. Bills and Literally, more bills. That's it. They ain't get I was say they ain't getting no cheaper at the rate we fucking going. Word. The bills ain't getting no lighter. Um, but I guess that's it. We're gonna wrap up then. Um thank y'all for joining us for another episode of Brotherhood Smoke Podcast and we're back.